Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington to Woodstock. Whenever and wherever there's Better severe weather, a traffic red alert, or breaking news. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center will break in. Depend on it. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Friday Eve to you, Mark Aram here, you there, hope you had a great work week and a great weekend plan, Thanksgiving, no, Halloween's tomorrow, I'm already jumping up to <laughs> Thanksgiving, Matt, um, <laughs> if, if you want to avoid the kids, which I do, I never answer the door on Halloween, because I just turn the lights off, because the dog, any kid knocks on my door, the dogs go bananas, so I make sure I'm either not home, or if I'm home, it looks like I'm not home because I can't deal with Halloween. If you're like me, I want you to go to the improv tomorrow night. Uh, our guest is performing on stage two shows, eight and ten ish. Tickets available at atlantaimprov.com. He is Matt Bronger. That, thank you. Yes, that is the message I want to send, actually. <laughs> Neglect the kids and come see me. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, let's think about what's important. Halloween, give- I just, you know, as a kid, <laughs> even as a kid, I guess I didn't really dig Halloween. I was like, all right, you know, the candy's cool. Oh, really? But. It just seemed like a whole bunch of fuss over nothing. Yeah, I loved it. I, I loved it. I, st- I still love Halloween. Really? But yeah, my, see, I'm kind of I'm oddly the opposite in, in that I'm usually on the road when uh, Halloween comes around. Good point. And I was like, I kind of wish I could be at home. I get jealous of my friends that have these little parties watching horror movies and just take turns seeing who answers the door. Like I remember growing up. I'm from Portland, Oregon, which kind of you know was always kind of a way out town mm-hmm. with a lot of people indulging in various substances. Sure. So you just never knew what kind of parent or homeowner <laughs> you're going to get, you know, when nice. you come to the door. Yeah, exactly. You know, they always just gave you candy. They didn't give you any of the candy they were enjoying. Exactly. Let's say, uh, edibles. But like, we call them these edibles. Days. <laughs> yes, exactly. Thank God. Not good. Not good for kid brain. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's, you just never knew what you're gonna get. So, cool. are you cool being on stage tomorrow night on Halloween? Is that oh yeah, right? I'm psyched. You're I'm psyched. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I love being in Atlanta, and uh, it's just such a, it's such a great uh, old town with so much history. Yeah. You know, so it's it's it's. I think Halloween here. I, I thought when they I got the offer, I was like, oh, yeah, absolutely, I'll well, do it. Will you be costumed on stage? You tomorrow? know, uh, my my gal is in town visiting because she loves Atlanta too, and I think on Saturday. Uh, this guy named Shane Torres, who is my feature act, mm-hmm. and I and she will probably go looking for anything we can put on to wear that night. Nice. So we'll see. We'll see. Right. No promises. You know, it there might be a, a bust. But there's, a, there's a chance that I'll be in costume. Stan, yeah. do we get a discount on tickets if folks show up with costumes? No. He says no. You feel free to wear them, though, right? Yeah. 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 Feel free to wear them, but yeah. there, there are yeah. no discounts. Sure. Like McDonald's <laughs> ran a promotion uh, two weeks ago. Where if you showed up, it was when they introduced the all all day breakfast. Uh huh. And they, if you show up to McDonald's in your pajamas at any time, they'll give you a free sausage biscuit. Weird. Yeah. 
so I was like, maybe stay and jump on that bandwagon. And, yeah, get free chicken fingers or something tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Anything? They nothing, nothing free out of stand. Uh, Matt Bronger in studio here. He is at the Improv uh, tomorrow night. Two shows, 8-ish and 10-ish. Tickets available at uh, AtlantaImprov.com. So you've been to Atlanta before. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, this is my uh, at least my third time. Yeah. And of all the the stops, because I know it's a tough a tough road to hoe for, for stand-ups, mm. um, but I would imagine... You know, coming to a city like Atlanta has got to be cooler than going to like Topeka, Kansas. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like well, I mean, for the uh, at this point, it's it's been about three or four years where I I can I'm in a in a position where I can pick and choose where I go. Nice. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. have to take everything anymore, yeah. which is great. I don't have to go to some club where they're going to stick me in a hotel right off the turnpike and I have to walk <laughs> against traffic, walk to get to an Applebee's. You know what I mean? The only food that's yeah. around. Ribbons. Uh, you know, hey, which I'm not knocking. They're reliable. I believe chilies. They kept me alive. But uh, you know, I just it, it, it's better now. It's so good, yeah, yeah. Atlanta's definitely a destination. Any longing for those those days coming up the ladder when you had to walk against traffic to get to Applebee's? They were simpler. They live or die. You yeah. know, that's that's what it comes down to. Uh, but you know, it, it is funny. As much as you can kind of knock those days, you get to a certain point and you 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 miss it a little bit. Yeah. Like I. Uh, my my mantra is always just keep improving your problems. That's the best you can hope for. You know what I mean? Because you're always going to have yeah, problems. Exactly. Just just make them better than sure. than they were. You know, I, I can always feed myself now. Yes, That's no longer a problem. I don't have to ask someone to cover my Sunday night shift yeah. at the bar. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? To go do comedy, uh, and and I've got case in point. Uh, this next week, I'm I was supposed to go all through. Uh, North Carolina, I was going to do uh, Asheville and Wilmington and all these really, and Charlotte, all these really great places, uh, but I'm having to postpone them because I got this um, reoccurring role on a, on a TV show that they just, you know, Ooh, reached out yeah. to my reps and they're like, we want uh, Bronger in another can episode. We, can we know the details? And or? so, uh, no. I don't think I'm allowed to talk <laughs> about it. I'm sorry. It's, uh, it's, it's not Deadwood. No, no. They're <laughs> <laughs> bringing back Deadwood. Yes. No, no. Uh, God, I wish. No, but it, it's, yeah, I wish. I'm sorry. I wish. No, I that's quite, listen, about, that's totally cool. Yeah, but it, but, it, but it is that thing of I have to, my agent has to call those clubs and those uh, those rock uh, 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 venues and be like, oh, sorry, we can't, we got to move come. it. Yeah, and I feel terrible. Yes. But it is, like I said, that's that's a, a good really good problem to have. Problem to have. Mm-hmm. Can I ask a personal question? Yeah. What do you pay your agent? What what percentage? 10%. 10? Yeah, that's the general thing. I'm the paying general 7 thing. Oh, look at you! Yeah, nice work. That's a tough check to write, man. Yeah, isn't it really mm-hmm. like? Well, I have, I, I have a, a like a, 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 what do you call it? A, um, a manager, like a finance manager. Yeah. Who basically? So I never see them the check. Like but I know what the final you know thing. Know what's going? I can work on. it on my brain. Yeah. yeah. But I also the cool thing is I have because of uh, what I pay to my manager, what I pay to my agent, um, the tax deductible status is. Enormous, yeah, of course, enormous. That's you can write you know, off the, for for those that don't have agents, which is ninety nine point nine percent. Of course, of you, yeah. It's, uh, at the end of the year, whatever you pay in your agent fees or manager fees, that's tax deductible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and that comes, and that can also go to meals or to yeah. you know whatever. And you know, I don't try to push it. I, my my guy does that for me, but he wor- he works it out within reason. Where he's like, he's like, gotcha. should we write this? Up? Well, let's not go nuts. You know <laughs> exactly. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Matt Bronger in studio. He is at the Improv this weekend, tomorrow night, Saturday. Uh, two shows, eight and ten p.m. Um, let me ask you a question. So, um, I'm going to go baseball here on you. Okay, a sure. Things. Yes. So a lot of the uh, radio announcers that that travel with baseball teams or TV announcers, uh-huh. one of the cool parts of their job is when they go to uh, you know Seattle or Minneapolis or New York, they take time during the day to go 
check out the sights of the city. Yeah. Is that something that stand-ups do as well? Like, can you go see the sights in Atlanta this week? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's my, that's my favorite thing, you know, is, is getting to go places. You know, I, I, I plan where I'm going to explore and eat the way I would say, you know, special ops plan the rescue <laughs> of, uh, really? of, of a hostage. Yeah, no, I mean, to the point where I just like have my top 10 and I'm going over it and I have charts, you know, and just do a lot of online research. How do you, how do you oh, sort of and online? I'll do doing. online research. Sometimes I'll, I'll tweet, you know, any, any place I, I should check out yeah. because locals love that, yeah. especially if they're a fan of your comedy. They're like, oh, this is a place I would take my friends. And it's like, oh, great. And it, you know, invariably, it's not the fanciest place. It's, no, it's, but it's you, you want to go with the local. Absolutely. You know. I want to do what the people who have lived here a long time really like to do. I'll go stand in line, you know, uh, and, and you know, just, just uh, get a, uh, an idea for what, what's, a, what's a cool area to just wander around and look at things. You know, I love old architecture. I love uh, learning weird, divergent history about sure. uh, things you wouldn't necessarily learn in school. Uh, and it's that's my favorite thing about about traveling, other than performing. That's know, good to hear because I was just afraid, like that you know the the stand up world. And maybe the, you're past this now in your career, but you know every city's the same. You just go sure. in, you don't sure. get to see the sights. You're you know hitting the road. I like the fact that that you're taking time out to yeah experience the city. Well, in. then there's always new things when you go back to a city. There's always new things, and uh, you know wh- whichever. <laughs> Sadly, I would say most comedians, at least they did when I was starting out, they don't leave their hotel rooms, which to me is is absurd. You know, if I go someplace and it's just I'm snowed in, and I get yeah. depressed. You know, you want to go explore. Yeah, I'm not going to snow myself in. Is is really what I'm saying? That's or good or to just hear. you know sit there and and lay there. And you 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 have you have so much more time to just lay there and watch TV or whatever. You know, <laughs> exactly. I get depressed if I have to like work on something. You know, like a script or something like that. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, I gotta block out these two hours then i can go eat that amazing sandwich everyone's talking about what what was the thing in your career that popped you to the level now where you can say i'm gonna play here i'm gonna play here instead of taking what was the 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 career boost that really did it for you uh it was it was it was twofold it was uh mid 2008 i uh i still had um let's see did i i think i think i i I think I had just quit my day job earlier okay. in the year, uh, where I was a closed captioner for the hearing impaired. Shut up! Really? I've done, yeah, I've done I've done <laughs> dozens and dozens of jobs. Now, did you have to do that like live during? No, news? no, no, no. Or it was like that's a special kind of person because someone does that's that. Mildly for, insane. I'm on, I'm on the TV in the morning. There's mm-hmm. news, and yeah. there's someone I don't know where. Yeah, typing what I'm saying yeah. as I say it. I, I I knew her. Yeah, she. Uh, <laughs> she worked she, next to you. Yeah, she was. No, she. She. They have their own special office. Okay. We had two in our office. So you're doing like sitcoms or cooking. Yeah, yeah, or- <laughs> everything. You know, the 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 um, the mo for the company was whatever a person with hearing can can see, mm-hmm. we should be able to translate for them. And you know, it's it's a whole different. Uh, uh, there's all these interesting rules, like say, like a gunshot. If you see a gun go off on screen, you don't write gunshot in brackets because. The person with hearing who's hearing impaired could see the gun. Yeah, you know it's like pandering. Got gotcha. you. But if it's off screen, <laughs> if it's off screen, you write gunshot. What an yeah. interesting job. No, yeah, it right, really. So you're, you're the close capture. Yeah, and then yeah. What happens? Right, right. So, so <laughs> I got to go to a festival in uh, late 2007 called Just for Laughs, which is in Montreal, Montreal festival, which is yeah. kind of yeah, kind of like uh, a uh, your big break as a young comic sure. you get into new faces, you get noticed by people. And I already had a manager at that time, but I didn't have an agent. All that jazz. Uh, 
2008, uh, they find out that Mad TV is auditioning. So that's when it happened in 2008 with Mad TV. Mm -hmm. okay. It was Mad TV and uh, going on, being the last guest of 2008 uh, on the David Letterman show. Wow. And getting called over to the couch after that's doing awesome. my set. Yeah, yeah. that. If that's always a thing that like I'll never be able to top in terms of the experience, in terms sure. of being in the Ed Sullivan Theater with the man himself, being the literal last guest of 2008. That's sick. Yeah, but this just shows you showbiz in New York. You know, set did great, told Letterman a story, made him laugh, took some pictures with the crew. He shook my hand, went upstairs, and they're like, "All right, guys, we're clear. Have a good, have a good holiday season." And they escort me out a door, and it shuts behind me, and I'm alone in a cold <laughs> alley with no one around me. Going, did that happen? That's uh, is this real? And then you went back to closed captioning the next day. That's <laughs> no, awesome. I didn't think. What, what a great story. Very Thanks. cool. Can you hang out one more segment? Yeah, you got it. All right, Matt Bronger in studio. He's at the Improv tomorrow night, eight and ten. Tickets available online at AtlantaImprov.com. Stick around. More to come. This is the Mark Aram Show. News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. All right, welcome back to the Mark Aram Show, Friday Eve edition. Uh, Matt Bronger in studio. He's at the Atlanta Improv this weekend. Go check him out tomorrow night. Forget the kids in Halloween. Go see someone really, really <laughs> funny. Um, coming up next on the show, I'm really super excited. I'm excited you're here, Matt. Well, thanks. But I'm, um, I'm almost more excited to uh, talk to Jim Beaver coming up after news, weather, and traffic. He is, uh, or was, Ellsworth on Deadwood, yeah. my favorite show of all time. That's a so big deal. I get it. I get I, it. I am totally psyched. You're yeah. awesome. Thank you. Uh, but you're not Ellsworth. <laughs> no, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm no TV cowboy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ironically, right. I was named after one, uh, Marshall Matt Dillon on Gunsmoke. Really? It? Yeah. That, Shut the front door. That's my dad named me after. That's awesome. Yeah. Port Portland wackos. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> we have a little game on the Mark Aram show we like to play called Who's in Your Phone? Now, it's time for Who's in Your Phone? Okay. I want you to pull out your cell phone All right. and give me a name. Of someone famous that would kind of blow me away or uh, surprise me that you have their digits. Is there someone that you could just scroll through your phone yeah. and and find that someone's famous? Oh, just you want just let, just pick one randomly. Well, anyone that I would recognize, like uh, Brian Cranston. Really? Mm -hmm. How did that happen? Uh, I worked with him on a web series uh, that he did called, it was a French property called The Handlers that was about a clueless politician and a group of much younger handlers that were in charge of running his campaign that kept running. It it was just a match made in hell. Yeah. So, and because he wanted to do comedy again after Breaking Bad. Well, this is right after Breaking Tim Bad Wally. stopped. He's, he's you know, mm -hmm. yeah, he's yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, we worked together for about a week and a half, and he's a that's sick. he's a prince. That's very, I'm blown away by that. Oh, bro. cool! <laughs> I was not expecting that name. Right that's on. very cool. Awesome. All right, good job playing the game. <laughs> Thanks. All right, um, the fans uh, <laughs> listening obviously want to know more about you and find more about you and follow you and all that stuff. How can we connect with you online? Uh, you can go to mattbronger dot uh, com m a t t b r a u n g e r dot com. You can also go to at bronger on Twitter. Same thing, but just my last name. Um, and uh, what else? I have a web se web series coming out on Comedy Central Digital, uh, either end of the year or beginning of January, uh, called White Flight that I wrote uh, with a funny guy named Kevin Avery who writes on uh, Last Week Tonight. Um, and uh, yeah, I think, yeah, and also oh, 
Uh, first and foremost, my uh, special Big Dumb Animal is on uh, Netflix right oh, now. Nice. Mm-hmm. As, someone, as soon as someone hooks up Netflix in my house, yeah, check I'll, it out. I don't know how to do that. I don't know. You just gotta. You, I, I I have it hooked up with a with a PS3. Oh really? Yeah, a video game system I if got for free that I don't I don't use. That. Yeah, just I don't play video games. Netflix. So <laughs> all right, <laughs> one of these days I'm gonna get Netflix. All right, Matt, uh, check them out again tomorrow. AtlantaImprov.com tickets available eight and ten p.m. Do that for your Halloween. Appreciate you coming in. Thanks for having me, man. All right, news, weather, traffic, and Ellsworth next. This is <laughs> the Mark Aram Show. News ninety five five and AM seven fifty WSB. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. The WSB 24 Hour Breaking News Center is on alert. alert. With immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, traffic red alerts from Cobb to Cherokee, Carroll to Gwinnett, Fulton to Forsyth, and all the rest. All the rest. WSB. WSB. Depend on it. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750. WSB. All right, loyal listeners of the Mark Aram Show know that uh, Loti and myself have an unhealthy relationship with a television show that went by the name of Deadwood. In our opinions, it's the greatest thing to ever grace the small screen. We are honored to have Ellsworth joining us on the program, actor Jim Beaver. Mr. Beaver, it is truly an honor and a privilege, my friend. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm very flattered, but... Uh... The fact is, uh, Deadwood was uh, probably the greatest experience of my acting career, and uh, it's an honor to be part of it. So, uh, thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just tremendous television, episode after episode after episode, and only three brief seasons. And, and your character, Ellsworth, was just, you know, there weren't that many lovable characters on Deadwood, but Ellsworth <laughs> was definitely a lovable guy. Well, I. He certainly had, I think, maybe the greatest character arc in television history because he went from this dirtbag to <laughs> married to the richest woman in town. And uh, uh, I like to say that it was like Gabby Hayes ending up marrying Dale Evans. Very good uh, analogy. It, it, uh, it was unexpected and, and, oh, so much fun to play. So, all right, in the, in the pilot episode, you're, you're one of the first characters we see in Deadwood. You're at the uh, gym. You're, you're drinking with Al Swearingen. And at that point, you, you seem to be, like, uh, you know, a, a kind of minor character. Did you know the character arc you were going to have as the seasons progressed? No, not at all. I, uh, uh, by the time I was halfway through shooting the first season, I... I I had sort of resigned myself to being this occasional uh, uh, foil for other characters, and uh, uh, and that was fine. That was going to be that was going to be just great because I was I knew I was part of something wonderful, uh, but I had no idea where that character was going. Uh, but the fact is, on that show, almost none of us knew where our characters were going uh, because uh, the way the show was created was. Um, at least from our perspective, the actor's perspective was very much uh, off the cuff, and uh, you didn't know from day to day what was going to happen next. There was no discussion of, well, in season two, you'll be doing this or that. Um, you just showed up for work and they handed you new pages, and uh, you said the lines as best you could, and uh, sometimes you were surprised as much as the audience was. Um, yeah. It was a 
grand experience. We're talking to uh, Jim Beaver, actor. He was Ellsworth on uh, Deadwood. And no spoilers in case, uh, I don't, can't believe anyone hasn't seen the show yet, but um, there's been talk of a Deadwood movie. I, w- I would imagine you wouldn't be a part of that, but have you heard anything about a possible Deadwood movie? Well, there have been rumors ever since we went off the air that something was going to happen. Uh, uh, I know that uh, a couple of years ago they came very close to making something happen, and then uh, uh, apparently one of the one of the two or three studios that had some sort of legal attachment to the program uh, backed out. I really don't know where it stands now. I'll I'll be delighted. And I'll be astonished if it happens. Yeah, as as would I. I'm truly my favorite show of all time. As an actor, I mean, the the scenes and the sets of Deadwood were, you know, the thoroughfare was muddy and everyone was grimy. As an actor, was it as as a tough a deal as I would imagine it would be to, to be acting in those conditions, or or you guys separated and you know and had a little bit of a comfort creature comforts off offset? Well, you know, you're you're uh, you've got this filthy. Uh, thoroughfare full of uh, mud and God knows what else. <laughs> and uh, uh, but uh, you know, a hundred yards away was uh, um, uh, a parking lot full of trailers <laughs> that we could escape to. So um, uh, yeah, you know, it was filthy, but we didn't have to. Uh, we didn't have to live in it after work. So uh, um, and you know, uh, we we do sacrifice for our art. Uh, and the fact that we got to play cowboy. It was, uh, I mean, I, 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 to this day, I've seen every episode 20 times, and I still have them. Uh, I have the DVDs. I've got them on my DVR. I'll just throw them on on occasion and just check it out. I mean, truly, absolutely in love with that show. So thank you for spending some time to talk about Deadwood because we are just huge fans of that. That being said, you've got some uh, lead roles and some upcoming fills. Tell us about it. Well, uh, I've got a picture that's out right now uh, called Crimson Peak, which uh, is a real change of pace from Kedwood for me. I uh, I spend uh, most of the movie in white tie and tails, so uh, um, uh, there um, uh, there wasn't a muddy thoroughfare to be seen. <laughs> uh, you did wear white gloves in one episode of Deadwood, though, in the wedding episode. Oh, I wore lavender gloves. <laughs> oh, lavender, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> they're uh, they're the de rigor in New York. Yeah, they're de rigor in New York. <laughs> uh, I uh, uh, Crimson Peak is is a, a, a gothic romance with ghosts, and uh, it's about as far a cry from Deadwood as you can imagine. Uh, although they don't take part, they don't take place too far apart in in time. Uh, oh, Crimson so it's Peak a period piece. Okay, it's a period piece. Up in 1901, and uh, I play a very wealthy guy who has a uh, uh, a lovely, ambitious uh, daughter, and uh, a couple of nasty people from England show up and uh, make trouble for all of us. So uh, it's eerie and spooky and uh, incredibly beautiful. It's one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen, much less worked on. So that's Crimson Peak. It's in theaters now. What about the uh, the Frontier? What's that about? The Frontier is uh, is uh, a complete change of pace for me. It's a it's a little independent film uh, directed by Orrin Shy, and 
it's a it's a crime thriller set in the 1970s, and uh, uh, it's a, a a bunch of people stuck in a diner in the desert uh, doing really nasty things to each other. Um, and I'm uh, it's conceivable that I'm the nastiest of the bunch. <laughs> um, it's a uh, it's quite a change of pace. I really I really enjoyed making that film, and I. It's on the festival circuit now, and I hope uh, hope we'll be in theaters before long. Uh, Mr. Beaver, I, I can't thank you enough for, for joining us. Um, you have brought so much joy into my life with the Deadwood series. I could never repay you uh, for being a, a part of the greatest television show ever. So on behalf of myself and all the loyal fans out there, bless you. Thank you so much. And no matter what you do for here and the rest of the career, we are with you. We're on your back. We're going to see whatever you're in because you are our beloved Ellsworth. Well, thank you, man. I really appreciate that. Real quick, can uh, folks find you on social media? Where can we where can we hook up with you? Oh, yeah. I'm incredibly accessible on so- the social media. Uh, my Twitter handle is Jumble Jim, J-U-M-B-L-E-J-I-M. And, uh, and I'm on Facebook and um, that... Uh, All right. Well, I'm around. We'll, we'll follow you again. Thank you for spending time with us. We are huge friends. Best of luck in the future, Mr. Jim Beaver. Thank you much. Thanks, Jimmy. Elvis was 42. Did you know that? He looked every bit of 65. Yeah, I thought he was in his mid-50s. He was only 42? <laughs> he left he some hard, fast years in those last 10. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you I think Elvis was around that. a lot longer than Yeah, he was. exactly. Yeah. Everybody does. Because he had, you know, he had young Elvis, and there was fat Elvis. So mm-hmm. there was like two lives in one. Yeah, I would. I thought he was fifty six, forty two. My mom had an opportunity to go watch him when he was fat Elvis, and no one would go with her, and she and she she just didn't go because she's like, I didn't think he was going to die on a toilet a couple years yeah. later. So, you know, forty two. Yeah. That's shocking to me. Yeah, that is too young. But he did a lot. It's, it's 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 that's a hard one to say. Like, what would he have done with the rest of his career? Like, gotten fatter. He, he, yeah, I mean, yeah. he was kind of in the waning parts of. He wasn't going to continue to be a rock guy the, the way the he king, was. The king, man, the king. Wow. Could you imagine he him come around? Could you imagine right him, an old guy though? <laughs> He'd be on Celebrity Weight Loss or whatever that <laughs> yeah, show is. Yeah, there you go. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be funny. We might have. It might have been. You know, we might have been saved from a lot of bad things Elvis would have done later in his career. But I'm astounded by that. He was only 42. David's in Atlanta. David, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, thanks for having me on. My pleasure, buddy. Great uh, Frozen movie. Uh, I hope no one said it yet. The Shining. Mm-mm. Jack and, Nicholson classic. Yeah. And the scariest absolutely. hotel in the history of mankind. Yes. And, um, I, you know, a girl a couple calls ago, she, she took my Bruce Lee. But you guys are talking about Brandon Lee. And I had heard... The the lore is anyway that the scene where he jumps up on the table in front of the entire gang and they all open fire on him at the same time, mm-hmm. like one of those guns had a live round. had a real yeah now now that sounds familiar. That's what I heard. Best part of The Shining, Scatman Crothers. You remember him? Yeah, he was awesome. He was also awesome in uh, Twilight Zone the movie. You ever yeah. see that? I did. Yep. Fresh oh, yeah. young minds. Fresh. Young Minds. Good call, David. Appreciate it. Dave's in Kennesaw. Dave, you are on the Mark Aram Show. Pre-stachio, man. Welks, buddy. <laughs> All right. Um, I was going to say Brandon Lee, too. So that's Really? All you guys are... Br- like, I thought he was not that good. 
Was he good? You would, you, well, I like The Crow, and I would have liked to have seen some other stuff he would have come out with, yeah. but never got the chance. But I did come up with a uh, backup, and I don't know if it's been said or not, but uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Heath Ledger do some more stuff after the last Batman movie. Yeah, he had a he, he had a good career in a short amount of time, and he yeah. really crushed it going out as the Joker. I mean, yeah. and, and all the Batmans, he was the... No Jack Nicholson, but he did a good job. <laughs> yeah, he, like, he was, I think, widely considered the best... Batman villain of all the Batman movies that have yeah, been made. by far. Um, what do you think of that like, last one? What was that guy? Bane? What did you think of that guy? And it, it was okay. It wasn't as good as um, the one with Heath Ledger, but it, it was entertaining. I had it added to my collection. Yeah. I liked the girl in that, too. The French girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sophia uh, cold something. movie Insomnia. I like that one. With uh, Al Pacino? Al Pacino and, and Robin uh, Williams, and Robin Williams is playing a villain for it. For a change. Yeah, that was that was a good one. Characters that's that's the way my life is. That's my life. <laughs> Insomnia. I don't know what day it is. I don't know what time it is. I woke up this morning for my uh, this this evening for my sleep. I literally didn't know what day it was. I was that's like, scary. Yeah, I was like, what? And then Friday afternoon, uh-huh. I go to sleep at three p.m. Friday afternoon, three p.m. Friday right. afternoon. Okay. I woke up at 9 a.m. on Saturday. <laughs> nice. My wife's like, yeah, I tried to wake you for dinner at 7, and you weren't having it. I was like, I have no idea. 3 p.m. to 9 a.m. you weren't having it. <laughs> I wasn't having it. Were you throwing things I don't know. It? I don't know. All right, we're coming back with all of your calls. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Pay attention to the uh, music tonight on the Mark Aram Show. Longoria has picked a movie soundtrack. At the end of the show, if you guess the soundtrack, you win a prize. 404-872-0750. This is WSB. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Elvis, 42 when he died. I still can't believe that. Uh, Chris joins us in Lilburn. Chris, you're on the Mark Aram Show. What's up, buddy? Uh, Hey, Mark. Hello, sir. Um, As far as my favorite movie that involves uh, a frozen wintry landscape, Mm -hmm. it's got to be... Kurt Russell's version of The Thing. Never saw it. You never saw that? No, I saw the original. I never saw the Kurt Russell version. Oh, the Kurt Russell version? Uh, they're entirely isolated by icy, wintry conditions, as they were in the first one. But That's the one with Wilford Brimley? And as far as my uh, died too early, it's got to be Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, yeah. Well, I just saw him. You know what I rewatched this weekend for the first time in a while was... Um, a Most uh, Wanted Man? No, Al Pacino is the blind guy. Um, oh, uh, Sen of a Woman. Sen of a Woman. And I forgot how swarmy Philip yeah. Seymour Hoffman was in that as the, as the buddy. Terrific. Anyway, yeah. uh, love the show. Thank you, Chris. Uh, good talking to you. Take care, bud. Um, Taylor joins us late on a Monday. How are you, T? late. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to sleep after this call. What do you got? I will. Okay. So, Frozen Tundra movie, of course, is going to be a horror from me. Mm-hmm. Dead Snow. Dead Snow? <laughs> I think you just make these movies up. <laughs> I'm so not making it Dead up. Snow, 2009. Mm-hmm. A ski vacation turns horrific for a group of medical students as they find themselves confronted by unimaginable menace. Nazi zombies? Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Only you, Taylor. Who, who went too young? Say again. What actor actors went too young? Oh well, somebody had already taken mine. Brandon Lee, you know, yes. he was in The Crow. He died in '93. Yes, he did. Wow. Yeah, I was in third grade, man. Wow. <laughs> Hold on, let me do the math. Third grade in '93. That would make you 
Legal. Okay, go ahead. Yes. <laughs> Third grade. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also, you know, you got to go with Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, gone too young. You're right. I, was she older or younger than 42? Marilyn Monroe. Who I think died? She was younger. Who died younger? Monroe or Elvis? We'll Monroe, tell you after the break. I, so. I just tweeted out a picture of Brandon Lee's mom. Not impressed. Thanks to Longoria pulling it up for that, but I just tweeted it out at Mark Aram. All right, more of your calls, 404-872-0750. Danny, Aaron, Al, and Andy, hang tight. You're next. Stick around. Movie Monday on The Mark Aram Show. Thanks for listening to The Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.